Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Ladies and gentlemen, say it, know it, and write it down. Live today at Calhoun's on the river. Bino, Jeff Henderson, are you fired up, focused, and prepared? Tony, happy volunteer eve. Brother, this is what it's all about tomorrow down the Music City. Making it happen with you. We're going to do it today. Uh, it's an absolutely outstanding day to be alive and well. And my guys over there out here on the deck that cook for us, Bino, are going to make it go today. Because this is America's number one sports destination in America's number one sports city, brah. How beautiful is it, Tony? How beautiful I mean, look is at New York Stadium over there. Look at, look at how beautiful it is here today, man. Look at the Tennessee River. Yeah, it's just this is bigger than the both of us, Bino. This Perfect is bigger morning. than the both of us today. Perfect morning. Now, let me be the first to say happy Thanksgiving because it'll now be here before you snap your finger. Well, that's what, that's what Cinco says. This is, uh, hey, this is a lot of Thanksgiving for me because I am glad to make another and see another football season Amen. here. What a blessing, man. Yes. Yes, it is, Tony. So tomorrow in Nashville, we're going to do it. Uh, big news out of the ACC today. Hughie's going to join us. Big news out of the SEC last night. Doesn't look like Florida being star in 2023 is going to join the party to our friend Florida. That was uh, shades of pre-Spurrier years 
in terms of what Florida looked like last night. Please look like that in two weeks, Gators. Please. Something tells me, Bino, they're not going to look like that. They never do. They never do. They never do. When we get down there, they never, and I mean never, ever, ever do. But in the meantime, we've got a lot to talk about today. Obviously, we're going to talk about that game because so much of what's going to hinge on Tennessee's season is going to hinge on that game. Yes. It's a doorway. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to get ahead of yourself and draw conclusions. And and I remind you, and I was reading Pat Dooley today in, in Gainesville in the Sun, and, and the truth is last year we thought Florida was kind of a little bit of a mini world beater after they beat Utah, and they went on and had a horrendous season. You know, the thing about the thing about Florida, though, is they've turned into a loser, which is hard to overcome once you learn how to lose. Nebraska last night snatched a defeat from the jaws of victory last night. Unbelievable yeah. how bad that – and you know Rule's going to do a nice job there. Yes. But it's – that was terrible last yeah, night, them losing that game. After time, after time, they, they not only find a way to lose, they invent ways to lose. And you, you could – right after the fumble, they, they panned up there and to a Nebraska fan, and you could just read it all over his face, not again, not again. And they played hard. They yes. deserved the win. Yes. Uh, and then I'll tell you, another team on Tennessee's schedule later on the year, our, our Machi tailgate game, that UConn team is not bad, Bino. I watched them again against NC State some last night, and they – are not the dregs of society like you think they are. Oh. They're, 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 that's a, it's not like they're going to beat you, but for a Crip game, they're a fairly decent football team. Jim Moore Jr. has done a nice job there in, in a short period of time. So, yeah, I mean, U- UConn knew how to win at one time before, uh, not too long ago. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe they can get a little bit of mojo back. So the bottom line is, is that the ACC has officially added Cal, Stanford, and of course SMU, who they've always had their eyes on. What? Or what are we? Seventeen years old and looking for prom dates? What? I mean, are we dating? Uh, what? What is this? Don't don't ask me, Tony. I'm too old to understand this. Let's see. We got so now the Atlantic Coast Conference has teams on both sides of America, right? Yeah, they, they're the Atlantic Pacific Conference now. I've I've got the name. Tony. The ACPC. I've got the name. Coast, the number two coast, coast to coast. They got teams on both sides, and they got about two that can play. With Commissioner Art Bell. <laughs> yes. Did you ever listen to Art Bell coast to coast? <laughs> I, I, what a freak, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that makes as much sense as anything. Art Bell's your commissioner. Yes. I wonder if that uh, Kladovich guy or whatever his name is, uh, assumes control since he did such a nice job with the uh, with the Pac-12, shepherding them into their next incarnation. Yeah, I, I, you know, bef- at, before Randy Boyd yeah. showed up, I would have thought his next job would be the president of the University <laughs> of Tennessee. So we were rolling. So is so. Let me get this right. Oregon State and Washington State are now just they're men without oh, countries. Man. man, they're done. Yeah, no room for the Beavers and the Cougars. How about SMU finding their way into the ACC? How weird is that, Bino? I mean, it makes sense 
for the ACC to want to get a little foothold of Dallas. And during the NIL era, with all that oil money, if SMU chooses to participate, they could put a representative payroll salary football team out there. They're going to make it. They're going to make the Super Conference. SMU wrote their ticket to the Super Conference today. Do what you used to do. Now now you're all right. Nobody giving you a death penalty for it now. (laughs) It all seems so quaint Run it back. Pony Express out there. It all seems so quaint. We're live today at Calhoun's on the River. I want to remind you, we open today at 1130 Eastern Time. We are uh, opening a half hour later today uh, as a restaurant. There's some uh, things going on here, and we're going to meet you and greet you a half hour later uh, today. So keep that in mind. We want to invite you to come on out all football season long. Write it on your calendar. Circle it. Write it down. It's going to be outstanding. Coming up today uh, in the 1 o'clock hour, our friends at uh, Miller Lite present uh, Winners and Losers, our uh, gambling podcast for the ages. And, uh, Bino, did you play anything last night? Did you have anything, anybody going last night? I, I, did, I did not, Tony. I was going to play Utah, um, laying the points, yep. and uh, – I got sidetracked. I actually put it in my queue and right. forgot to bet it. That's how it goes. That's that's how it goes when you got a winner. Right. If I'd have been on the other side, you I would have punched that button. Out. I'd yeah. hit that button. 865-200-5402. Again, 865-200-5402, the number. File that away. We'll talk a little later on about Tennessee tomorrow. We'll do our totals. I'm going to ask Bino what he expects to happen. John Adams was uh, nice enough to help us put those together. Congratulations to John. He went into the Hall of Fame last night. John um, uh, was was terrific last night. Uh, He's got a great backstory on his Hall of Fame ceremony. I hope he tells it on the Mars show. And Bino, to show you the kind of artist that John Adams is, um, we, we were talking yesterday. We were trying to get off the air yesterday. We ended up talking past... Two Eastern. I don't know if you heard that, but we kept swapping stories about the business, and John's just a lot of fun. So yesterday, John gets wind that I had to bug out early because I was going to record Winners and Losers last night, but half my team couldn't make it, so we just decided to do it live today at 1. But I didn't know that at the time that we bugged out. So I told Marcos Garz, I said, you know, who we were sitting with, Laura and myself, I said, Marcos, I said, I you know, we got to go. Marcos knew I was going to tell him that because John had already cued him. And John said, do me a favor and really, really rake Tony over the coals. <laughs> and Marcos never told me that he wasn't mad at me. Marcos acted mad <laughs> the whole time. And I had to leave anyway. I had to make a business over business decision, business over business. Because I've got this thing that's sponsored, you know, that we, you know how it says we've yes. got to do it. Yeah. And Marcos knew it, too. He was just busting my stones. John set the whole thing up. <laughs> Craig called me this morning and said, you think Marco's mad? I said, yeah, he's mad at me. I said, man, I was laying there, you know, kind of half awake thinking I'm going to lose a huge sponsor. And Marco's is mad at me. And he said, dude, that was all set up. John set the whole thing up. <laughs> so John was up on the podium. He had me and Laura up there sweating. Jenkins was in on it. Marco's was in on it. And Jenkins told Marcos, he said, when did you let Tony off the hook? And Marcos goes, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so beautiful. How 
John is John to be orchestrating that. I know. Just well, he's going to his day, things. Right. his day. Right. He, he said, I think I'll spend some of this time busting Tony. Messing with Tony. <laughs> so Bob Kessling and Grant Williams did a great presentation, like an interview kind of thing, instead of Grant giving a speech. And it was really great. Grant did a great imitation of Rick Barnes, really funny stuff, told some funny stories. Grant's a... Um, Grant's a what-you-see-is-what-you-get guy. Yeah. He is, um, you know, they, they use the term too good to be true, which is almost accurate when it comes to him. Man, what a good dude. Yeah. What a good dude, man. Yeah, it's uh, just a, a, a great man to have associated with the university. Ah. And, you know, I'm, I'm reading a, a book on Yogi Berra, and yep. it, it's, I never thought about folks who were, who were a little bit leery or, or scared of giving uh, talks to set up an interview-type situation that they're comfortable with, and that's what Yogi always did. First I'd ever heard of that, and now you're telling me that that's the same thing Grant Williams does. Probably a pretty good way to do it when you just have a, a fear of public speaking, Yeah, and a I lot think, of people have. Yeah, and so Grant, they did the, the Q&A thing, and I got to thinking about that. I think that's a much better way yeah. for most people to present a guest than to just get up there and speak. Yeah. I got a lot more out of that because... Kessling's a pro, and they went back and forth. You know, in fact, we're sitting in the spot where they sit for vault calls. And um, here we are at, at America's premier, premier sports destination in America's sports city, right here on the river. Our key grip, I can tell you that Mitch Mitchell's in the house. Uh, late of the Jimi Hendrix experience, Mitch Mitchell's here. Uh, he's lost some hair since uh, his uh, days with Jimi Hendrix experience, but... Mitch Mitchell's in the house. Yeah, he's with us. He's yeah. That's the key grip right there. He carries the cords. That's a key grip. We call him Mike Sniffer for short. So what Mike Sniffer. So um Huguenin, the great Mike Huguenin on the other side after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Hello, it's me, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. July reminds me of red, white, and blue. If you were born in July, your birthstone is the ruby, king of the precious stones, for its rarity, hardness, second only to diamonds. We have a beautiful collection from earrings to rings, modern and antique. If you were born in July, we'll take 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 
This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Automobile Keys is a local, family-owned and operated car key programming business. Whether you need a smart key, switchblade key, key fob, transponder key, or just a basic car key replacement, we're your best choice for affordable, programmable replacement keys in minutes. Give us a call at 615-878-9087 or visit our website at automobilekeys.com. You can email us at cody at automobilekeys.com. Automobile Keys is a proud sponsor of Whitthorn Middle School Football. Come by our van out front after the game and say hello. Go Tigers! Are you ready for some good old family fun? Don't miss the Murray County Fair. Coming back to Murray County Park from August 31st to September 4th. Finish the summer with an extra special time at the Murray County Fair. You'll find a free kid zone. The Jump and Run events will pay $12,000 in prizes, rodeo air, livestock shows, and much more. It's all the things you love, all together at the Murray County Fair. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Murray County Fair and Expo to check out all the events. We'll see you at the fair from August 31st to September 4th. You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. It's a place where chaos mixes with speed. And a playoffs weekend becomes a lifetime of memories. It's a tradition like no other. At a track like no other. And after it's all over, you still won't believe it ever happened. NASCAR Playoffs Weekend at Talladega, September 30th through October 1st. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. 
Welcome back, everybody. Let's find out everything that's happening at Foodland this week. Well, this week we got a big ad because of Labor Day. Uh, some of the things we have on it is whole boneless ribeye, five ninety nine a pound. Previously frozen pork spare ribs, a dollar twenty nine a pound. Seedless watermelon, four ninety nine each. 24-pack Niagara Waters, 3 for 10. Milo's Gallon Tea, 3 for 10. And Coca-Cola, 12-packs, 2 for 10. Wow, a lot, of, a lot of great deals, as always. And, uh, again, you are open from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., seven days a week. So if you want uh, want some good deals and some great people uh, and a great place to shop, go check out Foodland. Miles, thank you very much, as always. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. You have a great weekend. All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Thank him very much, as always, for giving us those uh, great deals and for sharing them with us. So go check them out. They're really good people, and I promise you, uh, you will not be disappointed. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Oh, you may. Oh, you may. As we welcome you back, live today on the deck here. Calhoun's on the river, where we be. Come out, eat some lunch, talk some sports with us. Steve Russell. About 10 minutes we open here. It's absolutely outstanding. Mike Sniffer has received a special dispensation to be out here, a.k.a. Mitch Mitchell. Bino, Jeff Henderson, we're going to bring the great Mike Hugan in without further ado. Bino, and I'm going to ask you and Hugie, should we do with Yugi, the on-field stuff or the off-field. I want to stay on-field. This this business of college football and what just happened today with the ACC is so stupid. It is just so ridiculous and totally absurd. Let's go back to the phones. And our on our Newsmaker hotline, our TLD Logistics hotline, now joining us because you hit their hotline. They're always there for you. We hit Mike Hugan up on the TLD Logistics Hotline. He's always there for us with great takes. Hugie, uh, let's start here. Southeastern Conference was on display last night, and they don't have many nights like that where they get on the football field with one of their heavyweight teams that just looked, I don't know, outclassed is too strong a term, but pretty out of sorts last night against Utah playing a third and a fourth team quarterback. Let's park there as I welcome you in. Offensive line was physically whipped, uh, and when Florida can't run, it can't win. So it couldn't run, it didn't win. Mertz, you know, Graham Mertz, they had him for the most part doing stuff he can do. Um, he was running for his life. Again, the offensive line looked horrendous, and that that bodes ill. Mike, it's you know, as a Tennessee fan, anytime early in the year when you watch Florida, you you. And I, I understand this is a different Tennessee football team and a different Florida team. But I, I'm just praying it's the same team that we see two weeks from now because I've seen this movie before, and it seems like they recast it before we show up. Yeah, Florida was without its starting center last night. I'm not sure if he would have made a difference, but he is a, this will, he'll be a third-year third starter. Maybe that will make a slight difference. But I think the... Again, the fact that they were physically overpowered at the line of scrimmage um, is is not a good sign for Florida. And Florida did hold Utah to 288 yards total, but Utah was missing its quarterback, its tight end, and its center. Um, Florida's defense played exceptionally well in the second half. Um, they obviously made some adjustments at halftime, um, but I think Utah ended up with like 60 second-half yards, but 
the Florida offense, again, when Florida cannot run, it cannot win. So that that's something to look to for the rest of the season. They get McNeese next week. Presumably they will run all over McNeese. But then come the balls, and, yeah, I think if I'm a, a Tennessee fan, a Tennessee player, a Tennessee coach, you're like, press the line of scrimmage, stop the running game, and we win. Florida didn't really even attempt to run the ball last night, Hughie, once they got behind. You know, the game kind of got away from them early. It was a uh, it was a nightmare. Yeah, they had, I believe it was six penalties. All were false starts. Um, they had two third and ones that became third and sixes, a fourth and one that became a fourth and six, a stupid penalty on a punt return where they had the same number, two guys with the same number on the field. They had another instance where a true freshman caught the punt at the seven instead of letting it bounce into the end zone. It was a litany of mistakes, and yes, it was the first game, but um, you can't make stupid mistakes and beat a good team, and Utah is a good team even without Cam Rising, obviously. They have a bunch of guys on defense that can play, and yes, just the amount of stupid mistakes Florida made, um, coupled with a uh, offensive line that again was physically overmatched. That's there's a reason Florida lost by 13. Plus, the Pearsall kid had an interception where the ball, uh, Beanstar, was tipped off of him uh, on a slant pattern. I mean, that, it was just one thing after another thing, and then you looked up and they were semi in the game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's because the defense did sort of stand up in the second half. Utah's touchdown drive in the second half was 11 yards after that pick. But Florida, I guess, if you want, if you're a Florida fan looking for anything positive, well, we made them sweat a teeny bit um, because we were in the game in the fourth quarter, that kind of stuff. But yeah, you know, I think once it became 24 to three after that short TD drive, you realize well, Florida ain't winning this game. So we had uh, a guy on that I know you know, Kevin Brockway from down there, a couple days ago. And Kev said, look, Florida knows where they are coming into the season. They, they know they're not a contender in the league. And, but they can't, he said, they can go to Utah and lose and whatever. But they can't go there and get kind of outclassed or demoralized. He, he thought that would be deleterious for their program. Hughie, which was it last night? What, what do you think? You were mentioning this. How do they walk out of that game? Do they walk out of that game going, hey, our glass is half full? Or they walk out of that game going, man, we are going to have us a long season. What do you think? The the defense half full, the offense half empty. Because the offensive line, I I can't overstate enough how important the running game is to that offense. And they could not run one iota. And Mertz was running for his life, um, even though he was in the shotgun. It's one thing, Wisconsin does not use a lot of shotgun. uh, And Mertz was sacked often. Okay, But when you're in the shotgun... You shouldn't be sacked five times. And there were some instances where they were just flat-out assignment busts up front. Um, I think defensively, Florida feels okay. I think offensively, there's some looking around going, holy crap, are we really this bad on the offensive line? Mike, Florida fans are, you know, in, in their heydays, they've they've watched really, really entertaining offenses. Yep. Play at a high level, win a whole lot of football games. Uh, I don't think Napier's ever going to have that. Uh, can can he can he overcome that through recruiting? 
uh, and are, are Florida fans happy enough with his recruiting to be patient enough to give him an opportunity to clean up a mess he took over? Well, I'm not sure the fans, but the, I think the administration is. I mean, unless Florida goes 3-9 and nine or 2-10, and ten, I, I don't think they're going to fire him, nor, nor, can, nor can they afford it, and frankly, no, nor should they. Um, I believe in, in the first half last night, Florida played 27 defensive players. Um, they they finally have depth, with the, which they haven't had for a while. Um, and as for Napier as a play caller, I think the one nuclear sort of button he has is, okay, fine, I will give up my play calling. And that, that might get him another year as well. Um, his offense can be brutally efficient, but it's certainly not going to ever be wildly entertaining. And, and you're right, I think Florida fans, at least those who came of age either under Spurrier or under Meyer, are used to seeing a lot of points scored. Florida fans who have been fans longer, they just want to see wins. But I think there is a segment of the Florida fan, the nouveau riche Florida fan, yeah. you know, we're not scoring 38, what the hell's going on, that kind of stuff. So um, his recruiting class for next year is looking pretty good right now. It's third and they're also the, the uh, leading contender to get two kids from Daytona Beach. Both of those are national top 100 guys. Um, he's got the quarterback coming in, the five-star from Texas. Um, they got a couple. Uh, they got a touted lineman coming in, offensive lineman. They really the best class of linebackers in the country. And if you watch Florida last night, you realize, my God, some of these linebackers are slow. And slow. The new you know, Kirk Herbstreit made that point last night. He yeah. said Florida's defense, and I thought it was a great observation, he said Florida's defense does the not linebacker. look yeah. like he, they he, have he, SEC he, speed. They don't right, look yeah, like they have SEC speed. Right. The, he, he's, the secondary has SEC speed. The front four has SEC speed. The linebackers, only one of them does, and he had 13 tackles last night. Shamar James, a kid from Alabama. Um, but the linebackers coming in, they got some defensive linemen coming in. The recruiting class is going to be fine. He has revamped the recruiting Napier. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of hope for the future. But you're right, there is a segment of the Florida fan base. You know, it's like every fan base. The peop, You know, I hear people say, well, you know, the message boards. Well, if you go to the message board, your IQ automatically drops 50 points for whatever team you follow. So, Especially if Bino's on there. Listen, <laughs> if Bino's on there, Mike, I mean, reading is fundamental at that point. But, but, but you, you know, to your point, let me ask you this, because you're like an OG, okay? That's one of the, that's the most punchless Florida team we've seen since. Use your memory banks for me. Oh, Muschamp was there. So it's not that long ago. I mean, Muschamp's idea of offense is if we run three plays and punt, I'm fine. So, because we, I love playing defense. So, Florida had horrible offenses under Muschamp. Um, one year under McElwain, the quarterback got hurt. I think they ran out Treon Harris. I mean, Florida's used to punchless offenses for the last since heck, since 2008 when they lost to Alabama. I'm sorry, 2009 when they lost to Alabama in the SEC championship game. From 2010 till now, they've had two good offenses. So that the the punchless offense is not is nothing new, um, and I think they think that the quarterback coming in, Lag DJ Lagway, can help change that. But you you brought in Mertz to be a game manager type. He's not gonna, yep. he's not going to wow you. Um, you know he threw for three something like three three forty I think, 
And it's the idea that Graham Mercer's throwing for 340, it means your running game blows, and Florida's running game was, yeah, it was horrendous. And they can't win if they can't run. I mean, you can't overstate that enough. That team is built to run the ball, and they did not do that. So that's the one thing going forward. Utah does have a veteran defense, a lot of big dudes. They were missing a starting defensive lineman, though. Um, so, you know, that team was beat up and still dominated the line of scrimmage, and that has to be alarming to Florida coaches. Well, another thing that's alarming, right? So much of the, of the storyline coming into the game, because my, my friends at Zen, I was watching the, uh, the line yesterday, that thing was falling during the day when the word leaked out 24 hours before that rising uh, one going to play. Hughie, they went out with a third and a fourteen quarterback. Played those guys in tandem. Did a little mix and match deal with the running guy. The throw had him on the field at the same time a couple times, and basically whipped Florida going away. I mean, I know they kept it close late, but basically, like you said, I mean that was a couple score game. That wasn't that was not a close football game by any stretch. It wasn't like they got beat by a, in an era where quarterback plays everything. They got beat by a third and a fourteen quarterback. That's pretty sobering. Yeah, and again, I think if Florida had run the ball, things are different, but they did not run the ball. They needed to make the, the, the Utah quarterbacks, they needed to force them to have to make big plays. But that's the first play of the game, Utah scores, Florida can't run. Um, Utah quarterbacks were extremely comfortable all night because they did, never had to make a play. And Mertz had to make a play basically from the mid-second quarter on if Florida was going to win. And Obviously, he couldn't do it, and it's hard to do that when you're lying on your back. But, the, yeah, the, the fact that the Florida offensive line got beat up, that was, that's, a, that's, that's the sobering aspect for Florida. Our Friday date, Mike Huguenin in the house with us today as we look back at the Thursday that was and the weekend that will be. Mike, moving from one mess to another, can you ever remember a proud program going through uh, at, as many losses in close football games over the last three years or so as Nebraska's Nebraska. done. I mean, it's, you know, I think it's, they don't know how to win. And that, you know, like, what are you talking about? They don't. They, they, it's like they get to the fourth quarter and everybody looks, and this is back to when Frost started, they look around and say, okay, one of us is going to screw this up. We know that's going to happen. And it did again. And, you know, I, I love Gus Johnson as a play-by-play guy because I like his excitement. But he and Joel Klatt calling that a great game. That game was garbage with a phenomenal ending. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, just because it's close at the end, big deal. Um, but, you know, both teams played really good defense. Part of that was inept offenses. But, you, you like, at Nebraska, seriously, they, they take the lead. And I'm thinking to myself, can they possibly screw this up? And, yes, they did, because that is, that's sort of their culture now and their DNA. We mess things. That, that's to be the sign walking into Memorial Stadium. When the fourth quarter comes, we mess things up, because they do. They mess up, fumble, busted coverage, um, throwing a pick last night. Just, I feel bad for Jeff Sims. I think Jeff Sims, he, he, he's a Florida kid. He, he went to high school in Jacksonville. Um, super athlete with a cannon. He went really? to Tech. They ruined him. He a is, cannon? That kid? Great arm. What? Yes. Athletically, that kid is gifted. But he, he, he that, that shows you what bad coaching can do. Sort of like Hendon Hooker at Virginia Tech. He got out and 
uh, from underneath Justin Fuente and Brad Cornelson and became a star. Jeff Sims goes to Georgia Tech, becomes an interception machine. His confidence is shattered. He goes to Nebraska, has a pretty good spring to the point where Casey Thompson, last year starter, leaves. But then there's Sims last night. Um, he made the great play on the uh, – the, the touchdown pass where the ball bounced to him and he picked it up and threw a touchdown. But then he throws the the killer pick in the fourth quarter. Um, it, it, Nebraska just they it, it, serious. I'm serious. It's almost like they're on the sideline looking around, going, "Okay, which one of us is going to screw it up this week?" Because we know it's coming, and it, invariably a huge mistake happens. And that's been hey, I'll tell five you, years now. Hughie, last night, and you and I both know. That this guy that this guy that's coaching there is going to get it done. I mean, the guy won big at Temple. This guy's got a, this guy's a winner. He's he's like this guy in Knoxville right now. The guy's yeah, got something Rule about him. Rule I mean, had to be sitting there last night, going, not even at Temple when I inherited that mess. Were those guys going to fall like they had the ball on the goal line in the third quarter right. to take a two score lead? I mean, they squandered so many opportunities. And then they throw that freaking interception. I'm like, what in the world are these guys doing? They had to do the, the fourth and 20 play they gave up at the end. I'm like, was Jeremy Pruitt going to walk back through the door here? Yeah. I mean, uh, what in the world? I mean, and Mike's right about the quality of the game. You know, most of my buddies, we're all watching Florida and Utah, yeah. of course, in this area of the country. But uh, uh, one of them texted and said, are they already having a blizzard in Minnesota? Right. <laughs> I think and Gus Johnson's calling it a great game, Hugh. He's calling it a great game. I think it was the ESPN studio guy, Matt Barry, said we're at peak Big Ten West on August 34th. <laughs> great for Matt Barry. Yeah. That's a great line. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a phenomenal ending, and that touchdown catch by the Minnesota kid was incredible. Um, the, the, the fact that he got his toe down, but that was a horrible game. But, again, I, I, I think Jeff Sims, not he was coming out of high school a legitimate good quarterback really he's a, he was he, he played he's a really good athlete he's 6'4 212 he can throw he can run well, wait a second wait a second he's been you're, ruined you're talking about the guy that played for Nebraska last night was a good quarterback at one time i mean are you trying to gaslight us or no no not he was he was committed to florida state and they had the coaching change and he changed his mind he was a big-time recruit, a four-star guy. He goes to Georgia Tech, and so he's the first big recruit for Jeff Collins, and they make him the starter right away. Which oh, was, my gosh. Was, Jeff Collins was off the Will Muschamp coaching. <laughs> as long as we don't screw things up on offense, we're fine. Who cares about offense? And that's what he sets to start. That's the you know, that guy looked like that guy looked like tall and skinny Gitmo last night. Did you see that, dude? 12. He yes. Is really, he's athletic. Again, I think it's he's been beaten down and not coached for three Hugh years. Plus, I'm not sure the Nebraska offensive coordinator, it's Marcus Satterfield. So if you remember him at South Carolina, I don't, oh, think, boy. He, I don't think any SEC defensive coordinator was thinking on a Saturday, oh, my God, I'm going to get outcoached by Marcus Satterfield today. I know it's a given. And yes, Rattler played well at the end of last season, but it took – Satterfield nine games to realize, hey, I, Rattler can do some things I'm not even asking him to do yet, so maybe we should switch up. So Big Ten Butch got him a W. Yeah. Big 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 Ten Butch got him a W last night, which you got to love. 865-200-5402. 
is our number because uh, Butch Jones thinks that uh, PJ Flex a good orator, Bino. He believes he's a master orator and uh, likes his uh, slogan game. What about this weekend? What do you think? This is, uh, you know, the grade the weekend. I would give it a B just because it's the first real weekend, but there's not a heck of a lot of must-watch games. The best game is Sunday, FSU-LSU. Um, South Carolina, North Carolina has got some intrigue. Colorado, TCU, because I think everybody's going to watch this. I think half the fans who watch are like, I want to see TCU win 70 to nothing. And the other half is like, oh, Dion's awesome. Let's see what his team does the first week. You know, Boise, Washington. Clemson, Duke is actually good on Monday. I, mean, people, I don't think people know how good the Duke quarterback is, Riley Leonard. And there's also South Alabama, Tulane, and that's important because South Alabama has a legit chance to win the Sun Belt. Tulane is a defending champ in the AAC, which is a lot weaker this year. So you could be talking about a game, a week one game that could play a role in which group of five team gets the New Year's Six bid because both these teams won 11 games last year. You bow your head when you say his name, the great Mike Huguenin in the hunt and in the mix with us. We're live on the deck here. Calhoun's on the river. Be there. We're going to be here all year long uh, out here doing the show. And uh, it is literally an absolute pleasure and a privilege to be here. Uh, among the living ball fan uh, here, the the scene with uh, Neyland Stadium uh, right here in the river. It is absolutely hard to beat. I, I instead of being paid to be up here, I would pay. Don't tell anybody to be up here. But uh, Higgy, let's talk about the signature game of the weekend: LSU, Florida State. Buddy of mine, who's pretty sharp, better. He thinks Florida State's going to win this game Sunday night. What do you think? I think it's the best non-conference game of the year. Um, extremely interesting matchup. Um, you know, last year they played in New Orleans. This year it's in Orlando. Um, two good quarterbacks, senior quarterbacks. I actually think LSU is a teeny bit better. Um, I trust LSU's defense a little bit more than FSU's defense. Um, teeny bit more. Um, I think Jaden Daniels is an underrated quarterback still. The one concern I would have if I'm LSU is, are we going to be able to run the ball effectively? Last year, for the most part, FSU run defense last year at times was extremely shaky. Um, Let's see if that's changed. Uh, And if you're an LSU defensive player, you cannot let Jordan Travis get outside the pocket. If you make him a pocket passer, he can struggle. If you let him throw on the run or get outside the pocket and make plays with his legs, he's going to beat you. So um, this, this this is a phenomenal game. Um, I actually think LSU, I, I would pick LSU to win the SEC West. I think they're going to be noticeably better than they were last year. I think FSU is going to be better than they were last year too. Special teams obviously cost LSU this game last year. They're extremely high on a return guy, Aaron Anderson. He's a... Louisiana guy who went to Alabama, got hurt, left after last season, transferred home to LSU. Um, wide receiver, he'll play in the game, but they, they think he can be a difference maker as a return guy. This is a this yeah, this game has everything, man. This this is going to be yeah should be an epic matchup. I can see something like 35-31, high scoring game, big plays throughout. 
Um, any, any turnover is going to be huge. Um, but I think it also comes down to I trust Brian Kelly more than I trust Mike Norvell. You know, uh, the Selco guy at Duke rather oh, quickly did a, I know, he did a really nice job last year. I was kind of making fun of that matchup, the fact that it was a standalone Monday night game, because generally we've gotten better games than that in the past. However, digging into Duke a little bit, there's a potential for that to be a sneaky, pretty good little game, huh, on Monday? It should be. Um, Riley Leonard is a really good quarterback. He's another kid from Alabama. Um, David Cutcliffe handpicked him. So, and, you know, Cutcliffe knows good quarterbacks. Um, Elko is a great defensive mind. Duke's got a ton of dudes back. I think they have 17 starters back from a team that won nine games. They have an NFL guy on the defensive line. They have an NFL guy on the offensive line. Riley Leonard's a future NFL guy. It's at Duke. No one cares, though. That's the only negative. You know, for most schools, oh, my God, we got Clemson coming in. Huge game. I think if you ask the Duke folks, are like, basketball practice starts October 15th. We don't care about football. So, but and, and this would be interesting from Clemson's standpoint because Garrett Riley's first game is OC. How good is Klubnik? How good are the Clemson receivers? And you look at them on paper, you're like, good Lord, these guys are group of five guys, man. So it, it's, it's, it's interesting because Elko is a really good defensive mind. My presumption is he watched a ton of TCU tape um, because obviously Garrett Riley was there last year. We'll see some, we'll see some TCU tenants uh, in the Clemson offense this year. But that is a really – intriguing game for Monday night. Obviously not nearly as good as FSU-LSU, but Clemson-Duke, I think, will be close into the fourth quarter. Hughie, on the way out, much love to you. All right, the uh, goofy off-field stuff today. Um, Bino, what's your name for the, the new ACC? Hi, Mike, I've got Coast, number two, Coast. Got teams on both sides of America, and about two of them can play. And we've decided that we're going to um, exhume Art Bell, and make him commissioner, not Art Bell, but, uh, yeah, Art Bell, coast to coast. I, I was thinking about Burt Bell for a second. We're going to exhume Art Bell and make him, um, like, honorary commissioner of this illiterate league. Who's, that we've Art, got. who's Art Bell? <laughs> Come on, Hughie, Art Bell, coast to coast. You've never heard it? Now George Norrie does it overnight, the, the latest and greatest in conspiracy theories oh, and uh, oh, 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 the UFO talk. Okay. Um, I had no clue either, Mike. You know, the, um, you know, from a financial standpoint, that's the weird thing because the I guess the one good thing about the ACC's TV deal is that ESPN has to pony up money if they bring in new members. So at one point, I saw bringing in these three guys, these three teams, means an increase of seventy-two million. And this morning, I saw actually the increase will be around ninety million. So almost $30 million per new team. SMU told the ACC, we won't take any TV money for nine years. Think about that for a second. Wow. And you had Stanford and Cal saying, we will take extremely limited TV money for a while. Wow, way. So the ACC is going to sort of, I guess, use the extra money and put it into sort of like an incentive fund. Especially for football, football success is going to lead to more money. So the presumption by FSU and Clemson, well, most of that, then we're gonna we'll be getting fifteen million dollars more a year. We're more comfortable with that. 
you know, I've seen people say, well, you can't take that conference to market when this TV deal ends. The TV deal ends in 2036. That might as well be a eight millenniums from now. This league yeah. ain't going to exist in 2036. So it's this is all for the short term, and for a lot of reasons, financially, it makes sense. Um, obviously, the travel costs and the, the you know what you do, you don't feel bad for football players or basketball players, frankly. But you know, North Carolina field hockey and Virginia field hockey are quite good. Um, Stanford field hockey is quite good. Can you imagine being a field hockey player, getting on a plane, flying cross-country to play for two hours, and then you fly back? You're missing three days of class because you are going coast to coast. So it, it's, it's, I get it from a financial re- reasoning, and that's the only reason they're doing this finances, but I shudder to think the, how the athletes are going to have to not the football players, or maybe even not the basketball players, but every other sport. I mean, you know, Stanford's got a great baseball team. North Carolina's got a really good baseball program. Virginia's got a really good baseball program. Miami, Clemson, Florida State have good baseball programs. Can you imagine playing a three-game series at Stanford, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? You're got to fly in on Wednesday. I, I, I can't even fathom how they're going to make this work. They don't so, care. They don't, they don't care, care about those kids. No. Those kids are collateral damage to them. Go ahead, Bino. So now looking looking forward, Mike, what uh, what do Oregon State and Washington State do? I, I think they're like, okay, we're no longer Power 5 schools. We knew this day was coming. Hey, Mountain West brethren, we're here to join you. So, And it was an interesting story in Sports Illustrated earlier this week by Pat Forty um, and Richard Johnson. I used to work with Pat Forty. He's actually a pretty good dude. Um, they're like Matt you know, Dixon, shout out. Cut through the chase here. There's going to be a super football conference, as everybody knows, and they did 40 schools. Um, and I'll be honest, I had done that myself because I'm bizarre, and I came up with 42 schools that could be in some kind of super conference. Um, but you know, some of the schools they had in there and some of the schools they had out were extreme. They had both Mississippi schools in. Does Vandy uh, make your super conference? Yeah. Hugies, so, Vandy, Vandy um, in your super conference? No. No. Um, it, it would be, you know, that day is coming. And I mean, we, you and I talked about this. Oh, it's coming. You know, a couple, you know, five or six weeks ago. Maybe not in five years, maybe not in 10, but 15 or 20. And that's why I said, you know, ACC long term, who cares? It's all about the short term, which is the problem with college athletics. Nobody ever thinks long term. But that. That it was an interesting story, and the, the, you could certainly debate the forty schools they picked. One was Boise State. Um, I don't think that would happen either. But the the, I, the premise is, is a good one. It's going to happen. And sort of, you know, if you want to have fun, if you're at work and you're bored, come up with forty schools you think would be in the Super Conference. Is that? Well, I tell you what, if you're listening to my show during the day, you're bored. There are some freaking bored people out there. Hey, Hughie, on the way out, much love to you. This Virginia team, we're going to see tomorrow, yeah, noon horrendous. Eastern time. They're, they're, horrendous they're, they're, is a good adjective. A transfer from Monmouth. His name's Tony Musket. Tony and, he, Musket. and looking exactly. at the video, I mean, it's like he's got a squirt gun in his hand. Yeah, I was going to say, he's Tony Musket, but he does not have a gun for an arm, no. Like a squirt gun. If that guy throws for a couple hundred on you, Bino, you got issues your secondary. Yes, yeah, I, I, I think yes. this will be a 49-6 kind of game. Wow. Now, UVA does have a really good defensive coordinator. 
he doesn't have really good talent. So, I mean, their best linebacker transferred to Iowa. So it's 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 not a good team. So, Hugo, you're my man. Anything else you'd care to add here on the way out? You've been unbelievable, Andy. I think the Ohio, you know, Ohio State's quarterback situation, the Georgia quarterback situation, the Alabama quarterback situation. My presumption is there's going to be more than one quarterback playing for each of those schools tomorrow, especially given their competition, and that that's in quotes. But those three schools are interesting to watch just because of the quarterbacks tomorrow, I think. Much love to you, my brother. Happy football season. Yes, yes sir. It's here finally. It's here finally. Thank, thank you, Hugie. The great Mike Hugan in joining. We're going to come back on the other side, and we're going to open it up for you. We're live today at Calhoun's on the River. Already have a terrific crowd out here. Yeah. But, you know, we got a Cincinnati Reds fan out here. I am really pulling for Me them too. to make the playoffs. So happy with the Reds fans you, and Orioles fans. You know it's what's a good year for both. What's of weird about the Reds is, though, since the All Star break, they're getting good pitching and they're not hitting the ball like they were. It's weird. But uh, Dela Cruz, they've kind of made the adjustment on him. Yeah. The book's out there. He's yeah. hitting. He looks like he's got Kyle Schwarber's average since the All Star break. But uh, I'm cheering for the Reds to get in for their fan base. Those people in Cincinnati deserve to make the. Amen. They, they've been put through it. Yes, they have. And if we have to sacrifice Beano's Yankees to do it, uh, which... Uh, I think we've self-sacrificed, Tony. Don't I, worry about it. I'll us. tell you this, though. I would like to total up the number of games the Yankees and Cardinals are going to finish under 500 when you combine those two teams, and then tell me the last time that's happened. Because that Cardinal team that played in Philadelphia last week is a wretched... Yeah. yeah. That is a wretched baseball yeah. team. At least... That is a brutal baseball team. And uh, the... Silver lining for me is I get to see Jason Dominguez and Austin Wells play. Let the kids play. That's right. Call them up and let them play. Exactly. Pereira, let them play. Pedroia, let's let them play. play. Y'all cut Donaldson the other day. Did that, did that break your heart? Uh, it, it's it's heartbreaking to see Hicks and Donaldson going the same year. Who else would you, uh, if you had uh, your magic wand and you could wave it over the Yankees, who would you never see in a Yankee uniform? Stanton. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's a good teammate. He, he just can't play. Bino, on the other side, I've had several people text me, including our friend Darren. Have you addressed the Spectrum Cable thing? Somebody asked me, have no. you addressed the U-verse thing? No. Have you addressed the um, uh, DirecTV thing? What's going on with Channel 6 locally and the heat they have with all these cable systems, Bino? Uh, I, Is this fans getting squeezed? Is this kind of what we're talking about with the... Yeah. Um, we're all heading toward a pay street, uh, pay service for these sports. Is that what this is? Going to be a lot of mad folks in this area tomorrow. I'm going to be one of them. How many thousands of people are going to be locked out from seeing TV six tomorrow? I Star. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's got to be a high number. No- yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm getting texts on top, and then people are texting me and they're emailing me and they're this and they're that, and they're like, "How come you guys aren't talking about it?" You're a customer. What do you know about it, Bino? Then we'll get a timeout. I don't know anything except for one day it just went off. It's some kind of contractual issue, and I, I'm, I'm a direct TV customer, and uh, I can't get Channel 6. So. Well, give me the insight. Are they negotiating right now? I haven't read anything about it, Tony. I never even thought about it until I realized Tennessee was on ABC. So are you going to have to, dare I say, rely on a... Like a Chinese stream tomorrow? I'll probably watch the feed on my tablet. I think I can get it off ESPN, right? I mean, I can shoot you the coordinates, Bino. 
And if you want to watch some wrestling pay-per-views and some... Uh, <laughs> so, so, I wish I could I say you, that would be I the first you, time I'd ever done that. I but. can get you a good stream, Dino. <laughs> I, we can find, we can help you out. Let's take a brief time out. We're live at Calhoun's on the River. This is the destination, absolutely the destination in America's college sports city to be. Before, during, and after the game, uh, we are out here today till around, um, I don't know, 1.30-ish Eastern, easy for me to say, uh, Brief time out. They've got live music out here on the deck uh, today, tomorrow, and on weekends. It's absolutely happening. We played out here last Friday night, Bino, the Fountain City Ramblers. It was so hot, but yet their staff took great care of us. There was a great crowd here. Absolutely next level. Uh, Grimmy saying, Bino, get your rabbit ears out. And pull in ABC the old school way. Get Chino up on the roof. Turn the antenna. Could you could you get the feed down to Lenore City that way? Could yes. you get it over the air? Yes. Is your antenna still up there? Uh, no. No? No. Brief time out. We come back with more after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer.
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming, let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought. So here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, no, no. I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today I'm at the Murray County Park and at the fair where a very special event has taken place today. It's called My Day. And about 900 special needs folks, children and adults, uh, their caregivers, siblings, whatnot, have uh, come participate in My Day. I'm talking with Miss Jen Inc., who is a teacher at Mount Pleasant Middle School. She's got some kids here with her, and I think they're about to depart. But Miss Jen, how was My Day? It's always amazing, and we're so grateful for the fair board who puts this on for our kids so they can do it without so much chaos. They love it. Wow. How many kids do you have from Mount Pleasant Middle? Eleven. Wow. Have they had fun? I don't know. Have y'all had fun? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they've had fun. They've had a great time. What's your name? Zayden. What's been your favorite part of my day? Uh, The Ferris wheel and the boat. There we go. Zayden enjoyed the Ferris wheel and the boats. All right. Miss Jen, so this is not the first time you've brought students to my day. No, sir, we've brought them. We bring them every year they have it for us. What a special event. It is, a, it is an amazing event, and we're just grateful and thankful that they offer this for the kids. Miss Jen, thank you. No problem, Del. Okay. Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm at my day at the Murray County Fair, which has been for uh, special needs kids, about 900 of them, and some special needs adults as well. They've got to have my day at the Murray County Fair. It's indeed been a special event and a day for these folks to enjoy the fair. And again, 
they're departing now, but all I'm seeing is smiling faces. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Here's truly Antonio Basilio live today with you. Calhoun's on the river where we be. I just apologize, Beano, to the folks below us for giving them a headache. And uh, this gal here says you're you're not. And I was actually talking about this hour coming up, but uh, <laughs> um, so we're we're getting uh, we're getting workarounds. Dixon said that uh, Channel Six has a pretty powerful signal that most of you will be able to receive. I guess what I would encourage you to do maybe is unplug that cable device in the back of your thing and just jam a clothes hanger into it. Twist it and turn it till you get a signal, Bino. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll work with some of these new televisions, I'm sure. Have your significant other just go over there and hold it. Or if it's like my house, you go over there and hold it and let her watch it. <laughs> That's how it would go. <laughs> Describe the game to me. Um, Bino, we are also getting in today, and by the way, 865-200-5402, the number, if you want to join us, and we're wide open for you this hour, Tennessee and Virginia tomorrow, couple things. First of all, if you're going down to that game tomorrow without tickets, I would encourage you to do that, because they're calling this thing a sellout, but the backstory is they sold several thousand tickets to a ticket broker out of Houston. There's your backstory, and they're not going to like me saying that. They're calling it a sellout, but that's how they sold the game out. The market is flooded with tickets, and tickets will be probably you'll be able to get into that thing tomorrow for around 50 bucks if you hang on. So, Because there aren't a lot of locals that are going to show up at 11 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock local time, I should say, to go to a game. You're either going to go or you're not. So most people that have tickets have already decided whether they're going to go or not. And people who live in the mid-state can speak to this, but my understanding is that unless they figure out a way to get those things filled, when the ball goes up in the air tomorrow, you'll see empty seats. I was told today um, that it's going to look like a tight, no offense to the Titans, but it's going to look like a Titans game of recent years unless they're playing somebody, you know, like my Eagles that buy the tickets. Well, I, I think these neutral site regular season games have yeah. kind of run their course, Tony. Yeah. I, I I saw Tennessee open up against Wyoming. I saw them open up there against Bowling Green. Yeah. And I just had no desire to see another one of those. That's that's from my standpoint. Right. So, uh, and I, I, I would guess there are quite a few people like me out there. Now, I mean, Tennessee's emergence here has, has made them more must-see uh, than they've been over the last several years. So I, I thought that that might overcome a little bit of the boredom. Yeah. But. Well, I think the other issue, Bino, is is that you're playing an opponent yes. who for all intents and purposes is going to travel like a directional school. Yeah, true. That's right. You know? Yes. And, 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 and you would like for it to mean something to an opposing fan base. I mean... Mike Huguenin, who loves the sport, loves the sport. Like, I don't know another person alive that likes college football like he does. Called them atrocious just now. They said the game's going to be a kill job. Horrendous. Horrendous. So are you going to go get in your car and drive three hours to go watch your team play a 1AA school like a lot of people here would? Yeah. Or, you know, in the mid-state, the mid-state is just a different place than it used to be. The games you went to 
where they sold out. There was one, was the Bowling Green game, right? Yes. I think that's a fair comparison here. Yeah. Was that a sold out game? I can't remember if it was sold out or not, Tony. I I don't remember. I I know there was a good crowd there, an excellent crowd, but I I don't know if it was a I don't know if it was a sellout or not. I'm sorry, Adam. Yeah, my sense is though that this game is not. You know, I guess I'm doing a little public service here. If you were planning on going to the game in that ninety dollar ticket value, which I do think is keeping people away to sit in the upper level and pay. By the time you pay your fees, you're paying well over 100 bucks for a ticket. That's obscene for this game. No offense to them. They paid Tennessee money to appear down there, and Virginia's getting something as well. And I'm not speaking ill of them. They've done a really nice job. I mean, that, that Nashville Sports Council, um, in terms of the profile and the sports they've brought in there and some of the things they've done in that fair city, congratulations to them. Tomorrow, though, the guy that bought those tickets up is going to take a little bath. Yeah. So I will say this though, Tony, yeah. I am I am so excited for college football season oh. to be back. I, I'm going to like Mike Hugan, and I'm going to give this slate a B just because I'm so happy to have it back. This is a free test. Anything you get wrong, take it home, correct it, bring it back the next day. That's the way I'm grading this. Amen. And you know the truth is, tomorrow it'll be so fun to see the Vols back. And there's going to be a lot of, whether the opponent's good or not, there's a lot of intrigue with tomorrow's game because you still want to see your team play well. And will Tennessee play well? It's up in, you know, Tennessee, kind of like Florida yesterday, is going to be without their center. Yeah. Uh, and they're not going to be able to go as fast as they have, or will they? Will they still have the tempo? If they still have that tempo tomorrow, that's something post-game we'll point to and go, Wow. Good for them, because up, leading up to this game, they haven't been able to do that in practice. Now, maybe when it, maybe when they go live tomorrow, they're, they're able to replicate and play with the pace that they want to play with. And there are all kinds, you know, Joe Milton's performance tomorrow, how long till Nico gets introduced. I mean, there's there's still a lot of intrigue. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're unwrapping a new present tomorrow. So we'll go to the phones. If you want to get in. My number is 865-200-5402. Again, 865-200-5402. So we've done our public service announcements. Let's go to the phones without further ado. And we'll start things off with Bradley. Brad, welcome in. Appreciate you joining us on a football Friday. Live at picturesque, and I mean beautiful, Calhoun's on the River on this Friday. Welcome in. Hey, thanks, guys. How you doing, Tony? How you doing, Bino? Hey, Bradley, we're good. Thank you, sir. Doing great. Good talk to you. Yeah, man. It's actually, hopefully you remember me, Tony. It's Brad from Charlotte. I call in every once in a while. Absolutely. Uh, good talk to you. Listen, man, I'm, I'm on my way to Tennessee today, so I'm excited to be back uh, in God's country. Um, just had a couple of questions for you guys. One is Tennessee-related, and, and the other is going back to uh to that Florida game last night, and just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Uh, first of all, um, do, do you guys? I'm curious what you two think. Do you do the Vols cover the spread tomorrow? I think it's 28. Do they cover that? I I believe they're going to cover it. I love this about Bino. Now listen to what Bino. I, I, are you going to tell on yourself here, Bino? Yeah, I, go I, ahead. I believe that. The, I <laughs> I love you. I like this power rating that I take a look at that's from 
sources and now you know you don't take a look at it you follow that thing yeah like it's a, like I, it's your light like I, it's a light plan I, I know i can't pick i know i can't pick so i let something else pick so by this power rating by this power rating on a neutral field tennessee should be a 17 point favorite I think they're going to beat them by 40, but this thing suggests otherwise. So what are you doing, Bino? Are you following your heart or that silly no, power? I mean, when I really play it, I'll play Tennessee because I always play Tennessee. But in games, I I play Virginia. I mean, in, in a pool, I play Virginia. So he's in a pool with me. Did I finish ahead of you last year, Bino? Do you remember? Uh, no, Tony. But I heard the whole my, time, I'm sure I, the whole time, Bino, I didn't realize that you were, shall we say, in the track and field industry, wind-aided. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not picking anything, Tony. Well, what's the point in that? You uh, should be winning, Brad, picking some winners. Bradley, don't you believe if Bino's going to get in a game with us, he should go heads up in terms of his, and he should be picking those himself and not getting help? Absolutely. Come on, Bino. Thank you. Come on, Bino. Of course, I let Mr. C, who's going to be on uh, Winners and Losers, presented by Miller Lite, coming up uh, next hour. I let Mr. C do all my picks this weekend because I'm too what, you know, too busy. I was too busy to do it. But the truth is, I, I let him have my picks this week. The so. truth is, like me, Tony. Yeah. Y you, no. you can't pick. No, I would be, I'd be broker than the Ten Commandments, okay? <laughs> If you tried to live on my picks. But go ahead, Bradley. So I think Tennessee will cover easily tomorrow against a horrendous football team, which means go the other way. Yeah. All right. I got one more question for you. I know you guys talked about it a little bit earlier, but, uh, again, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Um, I'm sure, you know, you guys saw that Florida game last night, um, which it was just a blessing to see Florida go down. Uh, always is. But um, here's my question. If Florida plays like they did last night, okay, um, if they play like they did last night throughout the season this year, will Billy Napier, will he be on the hot seat? Well, two things there. The AD that hired him is still there, and that apparatus is still in place. And you have to remember, a lot of the stuff's very political. So the, qu the, the quick answer is, He's not in danger of being terminated or anything like that because they've got a great recruiting class. And then you heard Huguenin say earlier, they got two more top 100 players on the line from Daytona. Here's the truth, though. The truth is the people in power in these schools, with all due respect to all of them, are worms. And they're all, all of them are susceptible to the way the wind blows. And if these people get enough pressure on them from that fan base, a guy that is really safe and we love you can be out on the street tomorrow yeah. because at all these schools they can always find the money to terminate them and a friend of mine made a great point last night it used to be that you would keep a guy around to justify keeping his class well the truth is like down there at texas a&m your recruiting class that's great one year the next year half of them can transfer anyway now so it isn't like you have a letter of intent and you're locked to a place and and we got to quit thinking like that. So, yep. in my mind, based on the team I saw last night, unless they get a whole lot better, they're borderline unwatchable. That's yeah. the kind of football they're playing. I was, I was waiting to see an apparition on the sideline of Jeremy Pruitt hovering above that scene last night over there. I mean, that was horrendous <laughs> football they were playing last night, Beanstar. 
horrendous. Well, and and the thing is, the thing that that really got me thinking is they they not only got beat, they got destroyed by. Now, don't get me wrong, Utah's not a bad team, but with a what they have, like they played with the two and number three quarterback last night. No, is that right? Or was no, no, no. It was number three and number four. Three and four. And they still got destroyed. Man, it could be a long year for Florida. Thank you, brother. And listen, if you're a Florida fan listening to me, it couldn't happen to a better, more classless bunch of absolute Yankees. I despise you. We hate you. We're going to rip your kingdom down in two weeks, and you're going to pay the price. See, this is, this is, this is what scares me. This is what scares me. Go ahead. Everyone said they were just horrendous, and they didn't look like the Florida football teams that we're accustomed. Yes. Or we were accustomed to seeing. Yes. And I know Utah's playing with the third and fourth string quarterback, but if Florida cleans up a few things, they're right there in the game. Hey, Bino, at Utah, late in the game. Bino, if I shorten my nose, but I, I mean, those I shorten are my nose by an inch and a half listen, and lose about twenty pounds. I, you but know, these come are on, things be a you model. can clean up. These are the, all of that jumping at the start. Uh, you got to be a kidding me. A punt returner running back and you, catching one. You got to be kidding. Inside the five yard line, they're not going to do that against Bino, us. Tommy. Come on, be, be they no, are come. not going to do it against Bino, us. Come on, I promise you. You got to quit this futile. Thing. They're not, not going to do night? it against us. I promise you. We'll have to play. If I get a nose job, lose thirty pounds. Gained about 10 pounds in my legs. I could be in Hollywood, Bino. Give me a break. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. You are right. They did a lot of stupid. Like, they had several drives last night where they're in third and short, and they turned it in third and seven, third and eight. That's and right. they're not built to overcome that. That's right. Of course, when we get on the field with them, it literally turns into the twilight zone. <laughs> we're... I, I, I think we're doing a week one overreaction on Florida, is all I'm saying. Um, all right, we're going to go back. Let me do this. Let, let me go, let me go um, right back to something here. We've got names coming in for the ACC, and if you want to help us, <laughs> what the initials ACC means, we would love to hear from you. Here's one. ACC, always crossing country. Keep the name. Yeah. Scott had another cash cow. He gave us another what cash cow. What is it? Another, another cash, cash cow. cow. That's excellent. Thank you, Scotty. 865-200-5402. We're going to go back to our busy phones and get our next call in. Dub, you're welcome in. How my friends compatriots doing today? Hey, Dub, you're welcome to talk to you, brother. I wish I was down there with you guys. What a beautiful day. You know, it's uh, wonderful. And, uh, you know, I'm with you on the Florida game. I don't care what they do. You know, we barely beat them last year, and we should have killed them. I'm with you, Bino. You know, weird things happen at Florida, but I'm not going to worry about that. I want to beat the Wahoos. I think that's one of their nicknames. Have you ever heard that? That's right, the Hoos. That's right. They're the the Hoos. I've heard that. Quit talking to Bino. Talk to Tony. Well, I'm, I'll tell you something about I used to go to those early Titan games that started at high noon in early September. Yes. 
And my face, when I came home, my wife thought I'd had a flamethrower blowing to my face. I was sunburned. All right, one more. One more. Let's act like we're in TV news. I always love when they do this. If you're going to go out in the sun tomorrow, apply sunscreen. I always love it when they say it on TV news. It's like um, tomorrow is a real opportunity to really get burned at yes. high at high noon down there. No, it's eleven o'clock their time, right? Yes. But you know, you're gonna that sun metal bleachers. Down on you. you know, I know I've been there. Metal and, bleachers. Uh, I, I thought I had a tan. I worked outside, but man, I, you get you get fried. I'm telling you, people, put on sunscreen. But that'll but, hurt the crowd a little. I think it's uh, here's a here's heat. a really scary. You want a really scary thought for those of us who were outside last weekend? I was outside the whole weekend. How bad if they'd have played that game in last weekend's oh, temperatures, Bino? Oh, my goodness. I mean, would there have been 30,000 people oh. that have shown up? Seriously. Oh. There's no way I would walk into a football stadium in those temperatures. No. You can love it all you want. It's 9 o'clock at night yeah. or something. I mean, literally, my kid could be out there playing at quarterback, and I'd say, good luck to you. I'll see you, see you at the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a fryer out there, but... Uh, I think we'll still have a pretty good crowd. Uh, now, speaking of the ACC, a uh, little history lesson here. I thought I thought they could call themselves the Manifest Destiny Conference. Do you remember that from history? Manifest Destiny. You know, means? I thought that, I thought that was a soap opera. <laughs> it was our founding fathers had this dream of making our country go coast to coast, coast to coast. Manifest, Manifest Destiny. Destiny. That means it belongs to you one day, and it belongs to us next. (laughs) And it could be the Lewis and Clark Conference. You know, Jefferson wanted to get to the Pacific Ocean to do the Manifest Destiny thing. So that's what they're doing. I'll tell you this, W. Lynn. Hey, W. Lynn, those uh, kids on the volleyball team and the tennis team, when they get done those road trips, are going to feel like Lewis and Clark because that's about the dumbest thing in the world. That is absolutely so dumb. I almost think what's going to happen is for those Olympic sports, they're going to have to make some kind of regional adjustments. I agree with that. It might take a few years. but uh, And, and you know the other days. side of that? Think about the parents who don't have means, right? Yeah. How do you get in a car and go from, I mean, let's think about this. What's the first, Boston College out to Palo Alto, California. I'm sure that's a good drive for somebody. A good five-day drive. How long would it take, Bino, you think, to drive in a car from from Boston all the way out to Palo Alto, California? That cannot be easy four-day drive, right? Easy? Three, yeah, three solid, four probably. Yeah. I yeah mean, what are we doing yeah, you're here? You're right. They don't care about the fans. No. That's, that's and the those families, they care less. Yeah. Because I, I was looking at road trips that I went to in the late 70s and 80s, and it was mostly in the SEC and you know, you could drive there, stay with a friend in Atlanta or something. Those days are not not, not here anymore. So uh, they got 17 teams now and Notre Dame Light. That's what I call them, Notre Dame Light in that conference. Boom. Boom. Hey, uh, by the way, your boy, The Flame, just texted me. Yeah. And he said, are you, sh- are you sure you have Italian in you, Basilio? I mean, come on, man. What made he, played like this, now, he said, played like that last night with those three clowns. You oh, must yeah. be from northern Italy because us Sicilians from southern Italy will never fall for that Florida hoax. 
Next time I see you, you better have hoax of your Italian heritage, and that's from the flame. <laughs> well, Craig Jenkins called me and told me all about the John Adams deal with you. And oh, I yeah. Said, you, you can't let a man go to sleep like that. you gotta, you got to say it's a joke before he goes really to Really sad, man. I, I was really worried that... My, my my sponsor of Garza Law, Fifth Quarter Fan Reaction, was going to pull the plug before the season started. But, W. Lynn, I love you. Love Thank you. Good show. Go Big Orange. You got it. Go Big Orange. Let me get Josh in here. He's up next with us. Josh, welcome in. What's up, guys? What's up, brother? Joshy boy. Hey, Bino. Tony, I was staying up till 1 a.m. last night, almost watching the Braves blow that game against the Dodgers. Did my man Ronald Acuna, my man, hit a grand slam last night? That's yeah. my, you know why I put like him? Res- put some respect on his name. Do you know? <laughs> Do you know why, Josh? I love, I love him. Why, Tom? Because, because when the postseason comes uh, around and he faces my Phillies this year, he's going to need. He's going to need the Heimlich maneuver after Game Five, brah. That's why I love him. He's a great regular season player. And enjoy it, Josh. Soak it all Tony, up. You know what I didn't forget a few weeks ago when you basically called Ronald Acuna lazy. Bino, when that guy, when uh, JT Real Muto hit that inside the park home run in playoff baseball last year and Acuna couldn't be bothered to go over and fetch the baseball, do you call that lazy, Bino? What do you call that? Well, I mean, uh, Acuna's had some incidents where Thank you. even his own teammates have got on him for But hope he may be. Maybe he's learned. The guy has 30 home runs and 60 thing. steals. He's having, he's having is he any season. good? Oh, he's super. And Mookie super Betts good. is having an August. His month of August was all time. It's going to be. And then Freeman out there. What's going to happen is those two guys are going to split the vote, and Acuna's going to get MVP. That's what's going to happen. Him. Acuna think him and uh, Mookie Betts will split the MVP. Is that what you're saying? No, I think that uh, I think that it's going to help that Freeman is on the Dodgers because yeah. Freeman and Mookie Betts will split votes on the West Coast, and Acuna will get the award. If you ask me who the MVP is, it's Mookie Betts. Now, my next question is: Out of the three, who do you think wins the Cy Young? Blake Snell, Zach Gallen, or Spencer Strider? Bino, uh, I think that. Uh, Blake Snell is having an uh, obviously having a Cy Young. T- I, I think that Strider's going to win it. I do too. Well, Tony, it's going uh, to be really surprising. I think Snell is. Tony, you know how because I'm always pro the Braves. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just always pro the Braves, but I'm going to have to yeah bite yeah. my right lip and say Snell. Yeah. Tony, you know how degenerate I was last night. I I bet on Connecticut to cover plus fourteen and a half against North Carolina State. Better. They did it. Hey, that yeah, UConn team's not bad, Josh. They're not no, bad. They're not. not a bad team no. at all. In fact, in the athletic survey, and Brian can help me with this, I believe they're ranked 14 to 16 spots higher than the team we're seeing tomorrow in Virginia. They they were 10 spots ahead, but they could be more. Turn, 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 turn yourself down, please. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. It wasn't turned up that high. but Okay, go ahead. God, that was painful. Hey, we gotta, we gotta adjust that. Hey, Bino, might, have, Brian, why not, might have you call in to call the show, Bry. Might have you on a lifeline. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, Bino, uh, I asked Tony this yesterday, but real quick, can you give me your keys tomorrow to victory for Tennessee, Bino? In honor of Roger, Roger's keys. We're yeah, calling Bino. this segment. 
Jeff, in honor of Rod. I, I, I just think Tennessee has to just play a clean game to beat this team, Josh. I, I don't think there's – there aren't many paths to victory for Virginia unless we just give them point-blank opportunities. So, you know, if we, if we protect if we protect the football – uh, we, we should be fine tomorrow. You know, I think that team's so bad, you could probably turn the ball over six times and still beat them. I'm being serious now, and I'm not trying to speak ill of, a, of our opponent tomorrow. That team offensively, you could almost give them six cracks at it and still beat them. Uh, I don't I don't want to try that. I understand. Tony, uh, I think they're going to score less points than uh, Kent State scored last night against Central Florida. They only scored six points against Central Florida last yep. night. And Kent but, State's uh, got that great wide receiver. And, Bino, they send him long on every play. Have you seen their offense, Kent State? They've got a great, great wide receiver. I watched a little bit of that, It's Tony, so funny. And, my, uh, my, and they throw him long. Because my power rating had let me down on that one. I had the flashes in 36 and a half in our game. What? Uh, and uh, that... Uh, you could tell that wasn't going to be good. That wasn't enough. I don't know that your power rating, Bino. You got the flashes. You got Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Are you paying for that? Is pay. that free? Did no, you? no, no, no. It's I don't pay for anything, Tony. Oh, well. You know, uh, out the door, it wouldn't be Joshy Boy S if I took a shot at you, big boy. I recently pulled uh, Glaber Torres' rookie card the other day. And maybe you can get that for a penny. Maybe who knows? Maybe nothing. Have a good day. Thank you, Glaber Torres' rookie card. Glaber's actually played pretty well this year. He's one of the few. Why do you feel the need to take a shot at Glaber Torres? One of my favorite Yankees, Bino. I, I, I'll just tell you this, Joshy boy. Go ahead, Bino. Tell me what's going to happen in the playoffs, Bino. I, I, I think the Braves easily have the best team in baseball. Oh, and man. I think they're set up for success over the next number of years where they should win multiple championships yeah you know what if they don't joshy boy here we go just get ready big boy because you and snicker are going to get a clipboard on air suppository big boy well you know here's here's the um here's the greatest thing about the braves how many times can you say over the last 30 years, the Braves had the best team in baseball. How many banners have – it's just a question. I'm just asking for the – these Brave fans want me to say, oh, the Braves are going to do this, they're going to do this. Your history is you're going to go win 100 games, and then some team like my Sillies last year, the Sillies had zero business beating them, zero in that series, zero business. Well, I mean, there's no question that during the Smoltz and Glavin and Maddox years – uh, that franchise should have certainly won a whole lot more than one championship through that run. Now that this this group has already won one year before last, so we'll we'll see. But they they've done the best job of putting the roster together. They somehow locked up all these great young players yep. at f- what's far below what their value was, uh, and they've got a huge window here, a huge window. Brian Boy. Uh, Hartman's telling me that, and I quote, you have the nozzle turned way too far to the right on the board. He said that was not my fault. He calls it a nozzle, and I had it way too far to the right, Bino. Or who would you blame for that last technical guffaw I saw for Bry? Well, 
Brian doesn't go in studio a whole lot anymore, Tony. Huh. Let's take a brief. Let's take but a, whatever it was, it was wide open because that was the voice of God. Let's take a brief time out. Yeah, out here it came out rather loudly. We're going to come back on the other side. We're live at Calhoun's on the River. This is the destination for Tennessee sports in America's college sports city. The most beautiful view in the world. Uh, if you could, if you could literally take that landscape and make the Tommy Bowl disappear, be now, that would be the greatest. The Food City Bowl <laughs> over there. Let's come back on the other side. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. If you want to get in the hunt and in the mix with us, we'd love to hear from you. We'll do our Tony's totals coming up. Also, uh, winners and losers presented by Miller Light and. I will say, Bino, that um, I'm fixing to make a couple bets over at uh, Zen here for the weekend. You're going to help me out, aren't you? You're going to help me out? You're going to get your power pole out, or are you going to do it off memory? We're doing your money. This we're is your money. Real? Oh, yeah, I'm in. What do you mean we're doing? Yeah, we're doing my money, you okay. clown. What Good. do you mean? I'm in then. Let's take a brief time out. We'll come back. 865-200-5402 after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Mart convenience stores conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Come see us Saturday, September 9th, and let your first cookout be on us. With the purchase of any grill, you will receive an Omaha Steaks voucher for 12 steak burgers and 12 beef franks free. We also will have hamburgers for the first 100 customers between 11 and 2 until we run out. Come see us Saturday, September 9th at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. The fair is back. Murray County Fair returns August 31st to September 4th. Rodeo air, jump and run competitions, and motocross. Check out live exotic animals and science shows in the free kids zone. And enjoy all the carnival rides, games, and food you know and love. Livestock shows, exhibitor competitions, the rodeo, and so much more. Don't miss the Murray County Fair, August 31st to September 4th. On Facebook and Instagram at Murray County Fair and Exposition and online at murraycountyfair.com. You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. It's a place where chaos mixes with speed. And a playoffs weekend becomes a lifetime of memories. It's a tradition like no other. At a track like no other. And after it's all over, you still won't believe it ever happened. NASCAR Playoffs Weekend at Talladega, September 30th through October 1st. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Oh, that was loud. Whew. Sorry to the people in the front there. As I welcome you back, 865-200-5402. We're live at Calhoun's on the River today. Nice to meet Matt uh, from Richmond, Virginia. And his daughter and his daughter's friend are going to go down and see the game. They're uh, UVA grads, and he's a Tennessee fan, so... Somebody's going to have some fun tomorrow. They'll have fun in the stadium visiting Nashville. Yes, absolutely. Everyone will have fun. Uh, someone will have a little more than others. You know, the, the truth is, you know, that Virginia tragedy and what happened last year, that unspeakable yeah. uh, heinous tragedy that happened 
Yeah. God bless those Virginia kids. They're going to walk on that field tomorrow, man. Amen. A lot bigger than football. No, no question. A no. lot bigger than football. No question. So keep that in mind as you watch tomorrow's action. Let's go back to our phones and get our next call in. Oh, we've got a couple of dogs out here. We do. This one dog, this little guy over here um, acts like my dog. Does. My dog is great to people. It sees another dog, and it thinks it's 10 feet tall. And dogs have this little dog here yeah. barking at a German. You going to pick on a German Shepherd? Well, you said yesterday they don't, they don't know what size they are. They don't are. know what size. No, they don't care. They don't care. Let's go back to the phones. That's like me when I was a kid till I got beat up like three or four times. <laughs> then I realized I yeah. learned to shut my mouth. Yeah, I, I learned I learned. Yeah. I was rather small in like eighth grade. Yes. Seventh. I think mine was in ninth grade when I got my head slammed against the locker a couple times. Uh, let's go back to our phones and get Vandy Joe in here is up next. Joe, hello. Joe, are you there? I, we can't hear you. All right, no, Joe. Let's go back to our phones and get Z-Man in here. Z, welcome in. What's up, guys? Hey, hey Z. Z. Good talk to you, buddy. Good, uh, it's, it's a great day. Tennessee football tomorrow. We we saw Florida just tank last night. I do think – I agree with Vino. Uh, I think there's a little bit of overreaction to Florida this morning. Um, I, I do think, though, that they – Billy Napier showed that he is not willing to um, risk anything, it, it looked like. I mean, fourth and – what was it, fourth and 11 throws a three-yard pass. Uh, I think that quarterback showed that he's not a very good decision maker as well. Uh, so I, I, I do think that, you know, first play of the game, one thing that uh, Cinco said uh, this week was that uh, true freshman safety – uh, Josh Heupel will be absolutely loving that. And uh, that's what we saw in the first play last night is that safety got uh, did not communicate properly, and, and uh, it, it showed. So, Freshman playing his first game. Tennessee will get him in his third game. Cinco had a really good, um, really good take, Bino, which is if there's somebody in college football – that you don't want to see who has a chance to scheme you up, it's Josh Heupel's offense. Yeah. And when you throw a true freshman out there at safety, he's going to turn that guy around. and I mean, he's going to make that guy look like he's you know doing the hokey pokey out there on the field. I mean, it's just, and that's always going to happen, and it did happen in, in space against Utah last night. So, listen, that you, you know me, Zay, when it comes to the Florida series, but that Florida team last night, and I used to work at Dairy Queen, okay? And our caller, Florida, has a saying called slaw. He calls things slaw, you know, that aren't good. He goes, that's slaw. I'm going to tell you something. That team we saw last night from Florida they put on the field was Dairy Queen coleslaw. They weren't just coleslaw. They were Dairy Queen level. <laughs> now, I, I, I do agree with Z that they got, they've got the style of offense uh, that I believe that we can defensively bottle up. Um, and there's no Anthony Richardson to bail them out. Uh, I'm just saying that we won't see we won't see a Florida team just giving us things like they did Utah last night. Yeah, we'll they get just don't do that shot. against us. There, there's no doubt we'll, we'll get their best shot. But I mean, uh, I 
I genuinely don't think they're going to win many games this year. That they just at times they just look uncoached. And and here's the other thing, guys. Uh, to just take a little bit of that, they've got Graham Merch, which we I, I think he he will improve, no doubt. But also they have a first year defensive coordinator in the SEC, and you've got a, I mean, Josh Heifel and his his guys are are going to out scheme that guy, and it won't even be it won't even be close. I felt like, and and here's the thing to think about, and and then I'm going to get to my ACC. Uh, conference thing, but here's the thing: think about that guy that threw that deep pass last night and that was throwing against them, completing those passes, had a worse arm than Jarrett Garantano. And when he sees Joe Milton, if that safety could not keep up with that guy throwing that what looked like a duck there on the first play, can you imagine Milton throwing a 65-yard bomb? I mean, the lasers that he's... Bino, when you come off this bad... Bino, you have a really bad take today, man. You need to come off of it. Uh, I I can't, Tony. I'm not, I'm not coming off of say, 30 years of history. Say slaw with me, Bino. I'm not coming off 30 years of history. Say slaw, Bino. Come on, you can I've, do it. I've seen him look bad before in week one and two against bad opponents. Bino, not like, Utah, not like bad this, opponents. Bino. Not like this. I mean, Bino, I've been following Tennessee since 1989. Tell I've never seen Florida look that bad Tell in week him. one. They look Tell borderline him. uncoachable. And and here's the thing. Once we beat them, I think they'll quit. I was hoping yeah. that Kentucky would play them before we do, but apparently that's not the case this year. On and the that's season. what it's come to, thinking that Kentucky – Kentucky kind of owns them. I think Kentucky's beating them. Hey, like, guys, Florida hadn't been any good for a long time. Oh, Bino, don't They haven't been me. any good I for a long time. I didn't do it. And they've still been beating us. I didn't do it. I no, know we're no, better I, than we've been. I didn't do it. Don't, I know we're better yeah, than we've but, been. He's, hey, you got him Bino climbing back will, at me, Z. Bill, uh, Bino, Will Muschamp's team would have beat that team by four touchdowns. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. They weren't that, they weren't that bad last night, Z. They were absolutely terrible. You know, they faced a third and fourth string quarterback. A guy literally that, that, uh, if we put Gaston Moore out there, would have started for Utah, but before that guy did last night, he was not a good quarterback. His arm was terrible. Uh, he made some good reads, but he did not throw the ball like he will see in the SEC. And I think when Milton gets a hold of him, it's going to be a different game. But anyways, guys, uh, l- let me say this. I think one of the things that has not been talked about at all on this show that needs to be discussed is our depth at defensive line. We have four defensive tackles, Tony, uh, with Elijah Simmons getting hurt in in preseason and whether yep. to be going out for the year. Yep. Yeah, uh, I think that's something that the viewers need to keep their eyes on because if we get a guy banged up or anything in these first two games, it's it's going to be a uh, a difficult road. Just like the offensive line, I think we've got the same problem on the interior of the defensive line, and uh, that that's something that that we need to uh, to to look out for. I'm on my way out, Tony. Um, the ACC conference should be called the SIFT conference, which stands for sucks in four time zones. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, Zay. The SIFT conference. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you are a simpleton. That is good. Bino, I'll tell you what he's done. He's all in. He is all in on that Florida hey, game. I- His mind 
he, in his mind, the Vols are going to finish September undefeated. They're going to go to the Swamp and get a huge, easy W. Listen, I, I'm, I'm not saying Tennessee's going to get beat yeah. in, in Gainesville. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm saying be careful. I'm saying be careful when you're watching. Oh, be nice. Because, hey, we, we still have to see. We still have to see if if we have the quality of offense that we've seen over the that's, last couple years. That's a great point. And I just saw a bunch of stuff like now, hey, are they are they the same Florida team from a speed standpoint? No. No. Um, how many points Utah score in the second half? Uh, that would be the one touchdown, and it was a nine-yard drive set up by a tip pass for an interception. After a guy ran back and caught a punt. At the two-yard line. Yes. That set it up. Going back, that catching it, it over his shoulder. A true freshman. Uh, then all the jumps early in the game. I'm, I'm just saying, if you they know. clean up some things, that team will look different in two weeks than they looked uh, last night. You think just I a, be careful. You think I have a chance for six-pack abs in two weeks? I'm, I'm just asking. I don't know. I think Florida has a better chance of cleaning up than you. <laughs> you know, really <laughs> – <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I'm fired up, focused, and prepared. Now, we're getting ready to share some winners with you coming up with a couple of winners on our winners and losers presented by our friends at Miller Lite and our friends at Zen Sports. You know, look, here we are. We're in the throes of this. This is what it's all about. There is no better time to make the switch to Zen Sports than right now. That's the fastest-growing sports book in Tennessee, revolutionizing the way you bet on sports because here's the deal. What you're doing right now is you're getting funny money, points put in your account, whatever. You bet with them, they're putting cash back in your account. And it is faux real. Now I'm going to make a bet live on the air here. You use the promo code TNTONY. You will earn a welcome bonus. gives you 5% cash back on your total betting volume for your first 15 days of betting. Think about that. 5% cash back on your total play. No limits on how much you can earn as a cash rebate. And the thing I want to key you to is you turn a friend on the Zen Sports, you put your referral bonus code in there, you will earn 3% back on their betting volume first six months they bet. And you can bring as many players into that as you want. Now, all rewards on Zen Sports are straight cash homie. No funny money. No credits. So what are you waiting for? Make the switch today to Zen Sports. Your wallet will thank you later. Available in the App Store to iPhone listeners, or if you're uh, Android, go over to ZenSports.com and do what I did and get the download there. 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply. Must be over 21 in the state of Tennessee to bet. And, Bino, I've got my app open right now. I am toggling through. And as I uh, set it up here and click on my ZenSports account, I'm looking right at this bet, Bino, and it's saying, do you want to log in? And the answer is, yes, I do. And now I'm in it. And now I'm over on NCAA football, and I've got the upcoming games right there, like the Bison and the Eagles tonight, the Red Hawks and the Hurricanes. I'm going to scroll down and find the Tennessee game, Bino, and there I'm clicking on it. Now, I can add a parlay. I can take the Vols straight up to win on the money line. We don't want to do that. I'm going to take the Vols to cover uh, tomorrow. 28 is my number, Bino. 
I'm pushing accept the bet at 110. How much am I going to bet, Nino? What do you think? Well, I mean, you you bet. Let's go, let's go hundo. You bet $50 on something called the San Antonio Commanders or something like that. You ought to at least bet 100 on the big orange. So share your story for those that just found me that have to understand how big of a football degenerate I am. Uh, you'll have to remind me what the league was okay, called. Okay, the league was called the AAF. A-A-F. And that was the league fi- funded by or founded by Ebersol's son. Okay. Because he was so moved by the XFL, they started their own league and they played a half season. And this is in the last week of that season. Bino goes up to the betting window. I was uh, I was in Vegas uh, playing the NCAA tournament games and watching them. And uh, Tony told me to place a bet on the San Antonio Commanders. That's correct. A A F. So I walked up, and I looked, and they had it on the board. I found the number. I went up, and I said, give me $50 on thirteen sixty-four. The guy who makes a living at this, who was there at the sports book, said, who the bleep is that? I said, that's the San Antonio Commission, the AAF. And he said, you bet on that bleep? At the window. At the window. The guy that's supposed to take your money. Getting hazed. <laughs> Let's go back to the phone. So thank you to Zen Sports. I'm in now on the large orange tomorrow. Skin is in the game. Beautiful. Let's go back to the phones and get our next call in. I had a friendly wager last week with Vandy Joe Bino, who wants to join now. Um, well, yeah, he's out. Okay. But i got to ask Bino something. I know he's out. Bino, did I win my wager with him? We're, or were 20000 George Plaster said there was about 12000 there. Who was at the game? Vandy Joe, the announced crowd was 21000 and change. Where are you going, Bino? Was the bet on announced crowd or actual crowd? Crowd, Bino. Well, there weren't 20000 there. Hey, hey, Vandy Joe, I don't know if you're listening right now, but you have to feel like the Atlanta Braves in the postseason right now. Because, brah, you took the L. Let's go back to the phones. Mr. C and Lee are locked and loaded for our winners and losers. Uh, Bino, are you participating in winners and losers? Brian Hartman would like to know before Taylor joins. Yes or no? I, Tony, uh, I, I will uh, I will save my expertise for, like, if we have a soccer segment. Bino, you can add something to these guys. Just sit no, down with I, me and I can't add, a thing. add pithy commentary. I can't add a thing. Uh, I can sit back here and listen to the experts and get me something to eat. That's pretty outstanding. Bless you. Let's go back to our phones and get Taylor in here. Taylor, welcome in. About four minutes to play. Johnny Bino, this is 4-3 uh, Taylor, fourth generation listener. Three What's up, brother? For some reason, we're not hearing you. Like, are you on a speaker? Are you on a uh, headset no. or something? No, All right, go ahead. absolutely not, Tony. I'm driving illegally with the phone to my ear because I know how you hate the uh, AirPods, my friend. Tony, I'm Florida. Uh, I'm with Bino. I'm with Bino. Uh, Florida has been our nemes- nemesis. Unless it's Casey Clausen coming to bat, uh, I take. Uh, I have zero uh, swagger when it comes to Tennessee playing, especially at the Swamp. And uh, that team that we saw last night against Utah is not the team we're going to see in a few weeks down in the the, the swampy Gainesville cesspool. Just not going to happen. They'll be a completely different team. It's the way it is every year, Tony. Well, 
to you guys, I say this. Got to live in your hopes and not your fears. And after last night, I'm very hopeful. You're forgetting about high Best high prediction high of future behavior. Yeah, don't forget. Brian Hartman, Brian Hartman has a memo to you naysayers. Go ahead, Brian. Just yeah, give, give them the memo. You're forgetting about the Josh Heupel factor. It's a different coach named losers that you had no faith Brian, I agree. I agree with that, but I, I sat through Neyland Stadium versus the Gators last year, and, man, it sure felt like uh, they were going to grasp uh, – the Gators were to grasp victory from the jaws of defeat. I had the pucker factor. It, that was a strange ending to that game, you got to admit. No doubt about it. When they scored those quick two touchdowns late, Bean – and turned a blowout into a nail. Got the onside kick. And then had the ball. <laughs> had the ball slinging in the end Threw zone. a couple balls in the in end a game zone. They had, I mean, they had been beaten to death in. How unreal was that last year? Yeah. yeah. It but felt who's like gonna... the 90s all over again. The game of the century when it was 35 to nothing, Tony, at halftime. And we it had was... Peyton Manning, 35 zip, halftime, Gators at Neyland. Well, yeah, but that team ain't showing up either that did that. <laughs> Well, Swap Kings are, are gone, thank goodness. Uh, Heupel, I'll ride the hype train. I'm, I'm very optimistic of the season. I'm just saying I am not going to take Florida for granted. I'm not going to take any victory, any game for granted. Uh, let's enjoy this season. You guys are in God's country. You're at Calhoun, one of the absolute best places hey, Brian. on the planet. You're the best, buddy. Thank you. Hey, Brian, you got it. Brian, play the intro to, play the intro to OT, Brian, please.